This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress. We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 126. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today we're joined by Danny Rubio. Danny is a digital content producer based in Utah who loves WordPress and makes some mean tacos. Welcome, Danny. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys, for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Hey, Danny, nice to meet you. Thanks for joining us out here in the hallway. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, if you would, please. And don't skip on the details around the tacos. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, so uh, like like you guys said, um, I'm a digital content producer. A lot of people kind of don't know what that means. Um, I've heard the term from some other creators called full stack creators, basically people who know how to do video and websites and um, audio, some marketing, uh, photography, and that sort of thing. Um, I've been working as a video producer for uh, now about seven years. Uh, I did two years um, uh, outside of leaving after college in, in Memphis as a video digital content producer at a news station. And then um, I started doing a fair amount of, uh, started going to WordPress meetups there, um, getting involved in that community, which was a really awesome tech community down in Memphis. I don't know what it was. Um, it just was really lively in all departments. And um, then I started doing, helping out with a, a couple of freelance clients, uh, doing some video for them and then ended up helping them out with WordPress sites. Um, and then uh, moved back to Utah uh, where I'm originally originally from, and uh, have been working at a university uh, in their department as a video pre- a department that deals with online and hybrid course creation for the university as a whole. And I'm their video producer. I help consult with faculty members and create videos that are a little bit more than just like screen recording and PowerPoint stuff um, for them. And then I've uh, been doing freelance work here in Utah. Um, been trying to get uh, a WordPress meetup in my area up again. Uh, but with everything that's going on uh, right now, as of time of this recording uh, with the coronavirus, I, have, uh, I think I'm going to try to do a remote meetup. I don't know if that's going to work, but we'll find out to see if we get enough people. I think I think I can make it happen, um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So um, overall, I've been really just really just I'm a fan of making content. I think I mean, that's where it comes down to for me. Um, I love WordPress because it, it's so versatile. And I've, um, for a little bit, I was a little worried about where it was going. And then as they announced Gutenberg, the new block editor, uh, I got really excited to see where and excited for the platform to, and where it was going. And so I doubled down and on WordPress and decided, okay, this is where I'm going to put most of my, most of my eggs there, at least for when it comes to creating websites and whatnot. Oh, I have yeah, two thank minutes. you for that. I was. Ahead, I have two, I have two little girls, uh, and I do make mean fantastic tacos. Uh, uh, this is a tip for anyone: if you throw in, if you have an instant pot, throw in like you can throw in some frozen chicken, some uh, salsa, some cilantro, and a little bit of lime. Cook that for like you know fifteen minutes, and you got yourself some. Del- and then you, all you have to do is like put in a, like a mixer, a hand mixer into the instant pot, and you got shredded uh, delicious chicken. That's super easy. Uh, obviously, I add a little bit more when it comes to like wanting to make it fancy, but. Those are some pretty bomb tacos on a quick dime, especially with everybody at home. Yeah. I'm just saying. Just Flour saying. or corn tortillas? 
So um, I used to be a really big corn tortilla fan, and I still love corn tortillas, but I like them um, pretty fresh. I, I got spoiled when I was living in Boston for a short time from a family who would make homemade tortillas. Mm. Um, so I'm a flower. I'm kind of a flower fan now, um, but that's probably just because um, they stay better when when you heat them at home for whatever. I just feel like yeah, corn tortillas can be a little. A little uh they're tricky fall apart a bit but yeah like fish tacos aren't the oh, same fish unless they're on corn like you have to have oh, those on corn I'm, I'm, yeah my mom's from acapulco mexico and so i grew up with just like eating a whole bunch of different types of fish tacos and i remember um i had a you know just a couple friends coming over and like never even having fish in their entire life my wife actually when she moved down from from when she was going to school right before we got married she had more fish in that like two month time span um living down there and visiting my family than she had in the rest of her life uh so you know that's just kind of but yeah i love i love all sorts of tacos i'll have tacos any time of the day yeah yeah i had no idea that fish tacos were a thing even until you know certainly within the last several years i've certainly had have had my share fair share since i've learned of them but i never you know growing up i yeah, no idea of a fish taco. Didn't even know it was a thing. So that's oh. that's pretty amazing that you grew you, up on it. If you have never had a fish taco, like you're really missing out because there's so, like having you know like steak, you know carne asada or like chicken or or canitas or any other tacos like that. They're good, but there's something about uh, I mean tacos in general, just like they're just satisfying. Um, but fish tacos particularly, you get a whole another realm of like flavor from the specific fish that you're doing. Um, like, because my mom's Acapulco, when she moved to, when she came, when, when I was growing up, I grew up in Utah, um, and I, we'd gone to Mexico, and I tried some, you know, some of the fish tacos from Mexico, but my mom, particularly, sometimes she would do, she would go out, she would do, like, you know, maybe salmon, she'd shred up and do a salmon type, uh, shredded salmon, so tacos or tilapia, stuff that you can buy in the store pretty easily. Um, a really easy way to do it is just like um, finding tilapia that's breaded in the store. And then what you do is just make um, some homemade guac. Um, and then uh, even sometimes you can do homemade salsa or just like, you know, paste salsa that is, you know, uh, mild or hot. And then um, you do some sort of like a coleslaw on top with some cilantro. And you just throw that into your tortilla and you're going to, it's going to be, it's not like as amazing, but it's still good enough that you're going to be like, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're, do, we're recording this at the lunch hour, so oh, right now all... my stomach's going to start growling and you're going to hear it. We're done for. <laughs> yeah, this is proving to be one of my favorite episodes so far. <laughs> this is now going to become Rubio Talks About Tacos Hour. Yeah, that's okay. I like tacos. I like guacamole. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit. You, you talked about um, being involved in the WordPress community and working on a meetup there. Um, what's sort of been your, how did you discover WordPress and what's been your path to the WordPress community? That's a good question. Uh, you know, uh, honestly, I think that like many of anybody who started or found WordPress, it was like, I need to have a blog because blogging is a thing you should have. Or like, oh, I need a resume site. And I remember, I think I was in maybe junior high or high school when I first found like heard about WordPress and like like dip my toe in like a site um didn't last long i mean obviously you know you're in high school you don't you try one thing and then two weeks later you're like okay i want to be the next uh 
uh, I don't know, Gordon Ramsay. Um, so uh, besides the point, I, you know, I kind of it kept my, I've always been a fan of both content video creation and like that sort of realm of creation, uh, creator. And then I've also loved tech. So for a while I wanted to be a front end software developer. Um, but my university, they didn't, they had all the parts for a regular good front end or even a full stack, but all, there was three different apartments that you could like basically choose from. One of them was more business, like network ask more oriented. And they would talk about, you know, the regular stuff that you do, you'd be for a full stack developer. And the other one was like computer science stuff. And it just felt kind of disjointed to me. And so I decided that, you know what, um, I'm learning HTML and CSS pretty decently. I think that I can learn JavaScript slowly, but surely. So I put my, I decided to go the digital media route and become like, get the skills and training to know how to make good videos and content, which is really what websites are. I mean, really you just want to have, websites are just a place to post your own personal content. So when I was in, uh, it was like, I think when I really doubled down in WordPress was when I was ta- we, every, you know, when you're in college, you always have like that one class that says, you got to make a resume site. And um, I knew enough about everything that I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just buy my domain now and decide that this is where I'm going to make my, you know, have my, my place to be. Because everyone else, every time they would show a, uh, an example, it was always a super old, it was like a website that it was either, you know, student at Wix.com or student at .wordpress.com or never, no one had ever, it felt like no one had bought a domain and actually decided to make that an actual thing other than just be an assignment. So uh, I took some time. Um, I think I might have used, I think Elementor was kind of new at the time. So I ended up using Elementor to design my first website there. Um, made my, um, my resume site and kind of with what I've been doing and, uh, has kind of like kept it there. And then, um, I started, as I started working with more clients on a freelance basis towards the end of my college career and then into my professional career, I guess, um, just had more people who like requested some video work and then ended up needing or like website help in some some matter and most of them um had needed wordpress um there was a couple that i decided to go with like uh, a squarespace Uh, most of it was because they um they were a little bit older and i with like maintaining they didn't want they weren't going to pay for maintenance and um or they didn't they weren't very quick and adept in some of that stuff so i was like you know what you know do something that you won't have to worry about that stuff um and so that's when I kind of got involved with the WordPress meetup in, in Memphis. Um, Cause I, I was like, I'd heard about Word, WordCamps and meetups and I was like, ah, you know, why don't I, let me see what's there. It was at the time when WordPress actually added the meetup um, thing in the dashboard, you know what I'm talking about? Like the widget on the dashboard. That was like a big thing for a lot of people. Cause like, they're like, Oh, Hey, like there's a meetup close to me. Like, I guess yeah. I could go, you know, why not? Yeah, it was great. Uh, so I ended up, um, w- I went to one in, in Memphis and Memphis had, was really interesting cause they had a lot of, a lot of cities I think have this, they have like a, like overall like tech meetup group, um, or at least that's maybe I'm, you know, speculating here, but, um, they have like a unified, they had a unified, it was called the Mem- Memphis tech group or, um, something like that. They had a website, people could go in and they had one Slack channel with all the different channels for languages. Um, 
which was really awesome. And the WordPress meetup was pretty good. We when uh, when they, when when people started realizing that they could see that there were meetups, we would get a lot of newcomers to the meetup, uh, and that were really beginning. So we um, we had we had one guy who was running it uh, on a regular basis uh, before I started coming, and he was pretty advanced. He knew a lot about the coding stuff, but we were getting a lot of these basic questions. And so I hopped in to kind of help like bridge that gap. Cause you know, once you have like a pretty good knowledge about the coding stuff, you start forgetting some of the simplicity of like what you can explain. So I kind of filled in that gap for a little bit. And so we were alternating a little bit and then I moved to, to Utah. And when I was trying to find the work camp here, like I said, um, there's a lot of, there's like three or four of them, but, uh, or at least we're meetups. Um, but all of them, were um, kind of they weren't they weren't very updated. Um, there wasn't there hadn't been a lot of um, stuff. And I know there, there are the people who had been going to the meetings prior like were pretty tight knit because I could tell that they were communicated online offline a little bit. And but um, overall, I was just like you know I really want to I want that that community. I just want to be able to help contribute at least some of the knowledge that I've learned and or that I'm learning and share it with people and learn some coding stuff from other people. And so I just decided to do one last month. Um, and one person showed up and it was awesome. Uh, and I love that. Uh, I love yeah. that. It's great. I like the small meetings. Maybe yeah. Then, so yeah. Uh, we were able to, I was at, cause he worked at, on a WordPress site for BYU university, which is the, I think the largest private university here in Utah. I'm at the largest public university in Utah. We're like, neighbors uh uvu and byu and he was working in a department that they ran they ran their own setup and they hadn't used gutenberg before and i was like oh dude it's great like super easy um and just you know some cool stuff and so uh, we scheduled that he was going to create his own block and he was going to share his experience about creating his own block uh for this next one so that's why i'm gonna see if i get it remote but yeah i mean professionally i mean overall really wordpress has always been like kind of like a fun hobby for me to like practice and stretch my my coding skills and just like mess around with like new stuff um but really my bread and butter has always been creating content and really again like i i tell a lot of my clients at least that like hey wordpress or like making a website isn't hard what is hard is creating the get, getting me the content or creating the content to fill that website to make it really be what you want it to be is the hardest part and some people really are like, okay, I get it and make it happen. And others are like, okay, when can you get me that like one paragraph that we need to finish up the homepage? When can you, you know, you know, Liam knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm laughing here. I'm laughing here. Danny, I want to, I want to change gears on you a little bit. I've, I, Tara and I have really enjoyed uh, learning about how you got to where you're at today. And you've, you shared a fair amount about yourself and it's been enjoyable to, to hear about, you know, your education and, and the development of your career. And you were kind enough to share that you've got a, a couple of little girls running around the house and uh, that you're married. And I wonder where this all lands you then when it comes to your definition of success, how would you define success? It you might have a, personal definition you might have a professional different definition you might have one for each or it might come together in one can you share your definition of success with us you know i've been thinking a lot about this um so i'm a first generation latino who in this country um both my parents are mexican and both of them often told me you know we you know we're here so that you could have a better life than we did when we grew up 
And so um, when I was younger, it was like just graduate high school. And then it was like just graduate college. And when I was in college, I was like, okay, well, um, I want to make videos. Um, I would love to be in movies, but like, I don't know if I want to move to LA and I don't know, like, like being, I was trying to be realistic, which is not very common for me. I'm really hope I'm a really hopeful person or optimistic, I guess. And, um, I remember saying, you know what, all I want to do is be able to have a job that provides mostly for my family. Right. And, um, I can make videos or make content. And, um, I didn't get a job. So I went out of college. I got a job as a journalist at a news station in Memphis. Uh, I didn't get a journalism degree. I, uh, I had, there was a lot of learning, uh, on my part in the, that aspect. I took one media writing class and it was like one week of doing like news writing. So, I mean, that, that was like, but I, like they needed pers- someone who could create content and I was their guy. And so, um, now I'm at a university and I'm making content and sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes people are like, you know, Danny, don't you wish you were doing something more? I'm like, I'm making videos. Like, I'm technically, I've, I've hit my success, right? I've made that success and, um, or I've, what I, what I classified as success. And I've been thinking about that a lot because I'm like, well, I don't know. I feel like I need to figure out what my new success means because, um, if I don't, I will begin to resent my job or not be passionate about what I'm doing. And I think that's what I've, what I, I think that I've, internally not perhaps you know like on a um, kind of realize that like ultimately you if you if you're doing what you love and it may not be like the most ideal job that you would love to have that um, success should come by helping at least one person see a different perspective so for both of you guys you know being able to work with clients who are you know doing marketing and design helping them realize they don't need all the flashy pops and things in their logo, right? Or they don't need um, the most perfect, pixel perfect um, layout design or whatever it might be. Uh, For me, it's like, hey, if you can use an audio source when you're recording a webcam for your class, like that's a win for me and a success. Um, And ultimately, I think I've recently decided that I would like to be some like someone like you guys, like being able to ha- help run a small agency or uh, my own consultancy um, for uh, you know people around me because um, I really like, as you guys can probably tell, I one I like to talk. I also like people, um, and uh, as much I like to be able to help build all those little puzzles or little pieces of the puzzle for the end product of you know a website, which might be you know a lot of different things could be photos and video and, you know, website stuff and helping troubleshoot whatever they need or whatever. Um, or on the other side, just like strictly providing them a lot, a slew of different video content for the social or for the website, whatever it might be. Um, I just, for me, it's really being able to like connect with that. Cause if I go, like I've thought about like, you know, well, may I like, I mean, I love video editing. The reason why I like video creation is because video editing is my favorite part. And oh, I thought, you know, the worst well, part of it. No, dude, it's the best part. Like, if you guys ever need, I'm, t- I'm serious right here. If you guys ever need a video, just, you know, shoot me an email. I'll, I'll do something quick for like, your Instagram or whatever. Um, because I, video editing is the best part for me because for whatever reason, it's like the last little like rewrite, right? It's the last little edit. Yeah. It's like the last little update that you need to do before you're like, okay, we're good. We're ready to publish, right? 
Um, and for me, it's just like, that's like, cause I, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm like semi-decent cinematographer. Like I, I like shooting video. I like to be able to do stuff, but every single time I shoot something, I'm always like, man, I don't know if that was very good. And then I get in the edit. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. This, this was pretty good. Okay. This, this it was all right. Out. It was all right. Yeah. And so I want to so, go back to your success answer a little bit. I'm going to cut yeah. you off here if that's all right. And I, and I just wanted to respond to a few points that I thought were particularly poignant. And I, I was really moved by your, your first generation immigrant, uh, statement, how, you know, your parents did what they needed to do to, to build a better life for you. And, uh, I don't know if you have siblings, but I imagine they did it for those as well. And, yeah. and then your, your measure of success as you grew up was high school, college job, kind of these very practical approaches, but, you know, paying back the faith and the trust and the hard work that your parents inevitably put into, to give you and the sacrifices that they made. I can't imagine it was easy. Um, and now you're at this point, you know, your success, definition of success from a professional standpoint is evolving. And, and you know, could you be in Hollywood? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I, but I, I really like the idea that you're creating educational content, right? I mean, that you're still doing the production work. You're still doing the, the filmography or the videography and the editing. And you like the editing. And, and the idea of the, that what you're creating with, in combination with the educators is, is, you know, it's driving the world forward. It's driving somebody else's dream. It's driving the next person behind you in the educational ladder, if you will, forward so that she can get an A or, or get the grades that she needs to, to keep moving ahead in her life. And then the way that you tied that back around to helping others and, and pushing yourself to a new level, whatever that level may be as you grow and your, your needs change and your family needs changes. And you're like, that's, um, that's a well thought out and very comprehensive definition. So I wanted to thank you for that. Oh, thanks Liam. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'd like to ask you a little bit about diversity in WordPress and where you live and um, how you're finding your way there in terms of people that are, also of Hispanic heritage or um, just that we talk about diversity a little bit here and I'm wondering in Utah, which I don't often think of as being the most diverse place, um, but I could be totally wrong about that. So um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I guess, like I said, I'm, I'm a pretty optimistic person. And so, although I knew there was racism in the world and like, um, that's, I just, I think that uh, sometimes I would not, misjudge but i for, would forget that uh, diversity is still a big challenge in 2020 2019 even 2020 next year right uh that uh i mean we're getting we're trying to get a little bit better so for me um utah um some parts are diverse some others are not very diverse we're getting a little bit better um but i think that for me um i guess it, so uh, i'm a religious person uh, I, uh, when my wife and I were first married, we both speak Spanish. Um, my wife's American, but she learned Spanish and we went to a Spanish church for a little bit, like in our congregation. And, um, a lot of the youth there, um, didn't even think that they were going to go to college. And that was completely, I just, I was always kind of shocked about that because they like, I don't know if it's because they thought that they can do it or whatever. And so, um, I would always try to encourage them to like, Hey guys, you know, like, you know, you can do things like there are things out there that can be done by you. Um, and as I started to go into 
journalism and like thinking about the content wise. Um, uh, we had a panel that was talked about diversity and how like ultimately like for us or for individuals who are diverse and, you know, women, people of color, um, people who have disabilities, whatever you want to call it, you know, whatever portion of the, the diversity spectrum you want to call it uh, or have is that um, just like I, ha I had to make, I, I felt like I had a responsibility to do something so that I could, you know, make my parents proud, right? Because they came here for a reason um, that um, it's the same thing for diversity that like people should feel more empowered now more than ever because they're that the ability to contribute to something, whether that be WordPress, because we're an open source project or WordPress.org um, and or in like this job sphere that it is much easier to get in and be able to make something about it. And for me, that's why I think um, Liam, like when you're talking about success and what I, I think ultimately why I try to remember that like, like I don't need to be in, in uh, Hollywood to to find success. Like I don't need to like have a super big video production company or agency to find success because really um, I'm, I'm making, I'm finding and helping diversify like a thought as not only a younger person, uh, but as a Latino and realizing that, Hey, like if you create online content, those Latino um, employees that are trying to get a degree can get their degree because they're working full time because maybe they made some mistakes or, or not mistakes, but like maybe, the, you know, choices in life situations cause them to not be able to go full time or, you know, be able to take all the classes they can. But if there's online offerings, they can do that. And that goes for anyone who it might be in that situation. So um, I think that for me, diversity, if, you know, if you can help one person learn one thing to help make them do, be able to do something that they weren't able to do before, is huge and that is where we can help and help people bring help bring more diversity and giving those people who maybe we don't naturally think about they can do this a shot because they can learn it's not that hard um and we'll all be better for it thank you for sharing that yeah i think that um we are recording this right in the early-ish days of this coronavirus where we learn about the impact one person can have on many yeah. <laughs> in a negative way. But yeah. maybe, you know, thinking about the impact, like you said, that you can have just spreading it to one person and 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 having the concept of working in WordPress and working in tech uh, spreading throughout that community is something to think about. Uh, so thanks for sharing that. I would like to ask you about advice uh, and a lot of the things that you shared really can touch upon that, but we like to ask our guests if you've received any advice that sticks in your mind that you've implemented in your life that you'd share with us and with our audience. Ooh, great question. Okay. Um, I don't know. So there was, wasn't like, this was a, I don't know, what's the word? It wasn't directly an advice, but it was, it was like a, implicit device or anyways um my, one of my professors he was really big on like you know just finish yeah, and so i've kind of adapted that and, and i've always i always say done is better than perfect um so if there's one thing i can you know that's you know done is better than perfect um the other advice is that like that i've received that was really helped me is that there's always going to be hiccups 
And the sooner you know how to take a step back and figure out either in a solution or an alternative, um, the better things will go. And then finally, I would say, um, and this is a uh, kind of where we're, this is why I really enjoy WordPress is that, um, the technology now and with what is being done and what people are trying to do, um, you can do it. Like ultimately everyone can learn to, you know, WordPress is to democratize publishing. Uh, I think that now more than ever, it's more, not only democratizing publishing, but it's also democratizing some, um, web design and, uh, or the ability to, um, make easy to create some sort of service or product or, or a store now more than ever. So, um, yeah, that's, those are, I would say done is better than perfect. Uh, there's going to be hiccups and you can figure it out. And then ultimately, um, you can do it. Yeah. I like those. Um, my wife's family, uh, one of her grandmothers who's passed away long before I met my wife had a phrase that along those lines that I know I've repeated on this show, but I just love it. So I'm going to say it again. If it's worth getting done, it's worth getting done badly. So just, <laughs> you know, kind of just finish it. Just finish oh, yeah. it. Just That's finish. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Yeah. 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 yeah I For love sure. that. Um, Danny, tell us a little bit about what your thoughts are on organizing a virtual meetup. We hear a lot about that. Um, in and uh, certainly in the WordPress community with so many WordCamps and meetups being shut down. We've got just about a minute or so left, but tell us a little bit about what you're trying to do, where people might look for you online so right. that uh, as you get things going and open it up, we can help build a community or, or grow your audience, grow your community with you. Thanks, man. Um, so my website is rubio.tv, uh, pretty simple. Um, most of my handles on the interwebs is rubio.tv or rubio underscore TV, uh, because someone took .tv and I was bummed, but, um, when it comes to, yeah, I'm, I know that, uh, there's been a couple of places that are trying to help it or make it easier for, uh, easier to do webcam. I mean, zoom is there, I mean, creating a lot of stuff. Um, there's a lot of other tools out there that are, are making it easy to do like virtual meetups. Um, I, I mean, I think technically um, it would be all audio, but um, but what's it called? Discord has like a feature people can just like get on and meet like with just audio and be able to talk talk to each other. Um, and or just doing like a live, just like a live Facebook, uh, getting in a group and doing a Facebook live and sharing your screen and people comment in the section. Um, so ultimately, I think that uh, when it comes to trying to create an online meetup, figure out what you can do and what maybe people are willing to hop on and do and try doing that. Cause, um, it's at the end of the day, um, we have to be physically distancing from each other, but it does not mean like we are doing today. We don't have to be socially isolating each other. So I appreciate you guys being able to have, have me on today, uh, and be able to share at least some of my journey and, and experience because, uh, we all need a little bit more connection. <laughs> For sure. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate being able to continue doing this um, in our own socially isolated environments. Right. Physically isolated. Yeah. Thanks so much. It's great meeting you, Danny. Thanks for having me. And I uh, look forward to hearing the rest of your episodes. Thanks.
And we'll see you online soon. Oh, absolutely. uh, And drop in on your online uh, meetup when you get that organized. We'll see you soon, Danny. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.